What are the advantages of using a tripod? Well, here are five from me. Hi, and welcome to episode 95 of the Photography Explained podcast. I'm your host, Rick, and in each episode, I will try to explain one photography thing to you in plain English in less than 10 minutes-ish without the irrelevant details. What I tell you is based on my lifetime of photographic experience and not Google. Before I go on, if you have a question you'd like me to answer, just go to photographyexplainedpodcast.com forward slash start. Okay, here is the answery bit. Five advantages of using a tripod are 1. Tack sharp photos every time. 2. Better compositions. 3. Technically correct photos. 4. Highest quality using the lowest ISO. 5. Taking photos in li- low light situations is a breeze. Didn't get far in, did I? And three bonus ones from me. 6. Something for me to lean on. 7. It makes me look great. And 8. I can include myself in photos. Okay then, let's look at these one by one. Number 1. Tack sharp photos every time. Now this is my number one reason for taking photos with my camera on a tripod. Any movement of the camera when you take a photo introduces the risk of a less than tack sharp photo by movement of the camera. Sharp photos are a must. Blurry photos are not good. In fact, worse than not good, they're not acceptable. And the sharper, the better. Let's not forget, you can't recover a blurry photo, so get each and every photo as sharp as you can when you take it. Yes, I know you can take photos handheld, but this is my preference, okay? Two, better compositions. Now, this is another reason why I prefer taking photos with my camera on a tripod. I get better compositions with my camera on a tripod. I love taking photos with my camera on a tripod. Sorry for going on, but I do. Well, how do I get better compositions then? Well, I just do. I put my camera on a tripod and it slows me down. And when I slow down, I see things better. Seriously, this is true. I use the LCD screen and the viewfinder to get the composition that I want. Now, this doesn't take long and it means that I actually take less photos because the ones that I have are absolutely bang on. Three, technically correct photos. For my architectural, construction and real estate photography work, I take every photo I can with my camera on a tripod. What this allows me to do is to get the composition technically correct. Horizontals, horizontal, verticals, vertical. And in that order. Oh, by the way, get things level first and then do the verticals. This is much, much easier than the other way around. This saves me time later in Lightroom as I got this part of things nailed in camera. And again, this helps me to take less photos as I'm getting the technical side right with the first photo. What I used to do was take one photo and then I'd take another one just to the right and then another one to the left because I wasn't confident that I had got the photo that I needed. And that's when I was shooting handheld. Now, I'm not saying for a second that you can't shoot handheld. I'm just telling you what I do. Okie dokie. Four, highest quality using the lowest ISO. Now, my camera's on a tripod, so I'm not worried about the shutter speed, as what I'm photographing is not moving. Well, most of the time. When are things moving? Well, it's on a windy day. There might be trees blowing around, and I don't want them blurry, or the clouds, I might not want them blurry. But to be honest with you, blurry clouds I quite like. Um, It's more the foliage I don't want to be moving, so... Apart from on a windy day outside, I'm not photographing anything that's moving, so I'm fine. This applies to my travel photography too, because it's just, just me out there, somewhere on my own, in the middle of nowhere, with my mates. So I can use the lowest ISO, which gives me the highest quality, which is my number one priority. And on the Canon 6D, I use ISO 100, which is the lowest native ISO. Now, what does native ISO mean, I hear you ask? 
One for another episode. Five, taking photos in low light situations is a breeze. Sunrise, sunsets, dark interiors, dark places, well, anywhere where it's low light or dark. Trust me, you need a tripod. This allows you to use a long enough shutter speed to get the correct exposure without the camera moving. Increase the ISO and you get noise and stuff in there which isn't good. Now, I've talked before about handheld photography and what you need to know, but this is the answer to low light situations. I'll remind you of those episodes in the um, related episodes section later. Six, something for me to lean on. Um, Now you might not believe this, but I do tend to lean on my tripod during a shoot and mess up the composition. I've done this on more than one occasion. I really have, so don't do this. Don't be as stupid as me. Don't set up your camera, get your composition right. And then for some reason, seriously, I do, I have done this. Lean on the tripod and move something. Number seven, it makes me look great. Well, I need all the help I can get, so my tripod makes me look professional. Okay, just kidding. I just think that the days of having to have loads of gears to look professional are long behind us, thankfully. Number eight, I can include myself in photos. Now, this is a mixed blessing. Do I want to be in my own photos? I really don't, do I? No, I don't. But I did this once. I mean, well, sorry, I've done it more than once, but on one occasion, I was photographing a brand new leisure centre, but there was no one there. It didn't look great. It didn't look like a leisure centre. It looked like a building building with no people around it. So I had to include myself in the photos with my coat on, coat off, and I even wore a hat for one photo. I was trying to look like different people. <laughs> Did it work? Well, it, it, it was okay. Try doing that without a tripod though, not easy. Okay, so what do I do? Well, as you gathered by now, I take photos from a camera and tripod whenever possible. Right then, the talky bit. Now I said this last time, and I'll say it again here. I don't have a problem repeating myself. Tack sharp photos are the aim, okay? Tack sharp photos are the aim. Blurry photos are no good. Nobody wants a blurry photo. The aim with every photo that I take is to get the highest quality image that I can. That is my number one priority. The best composition, the highest quality. And yes, using a tripod helps me to achieve this. Now, I'm not saying you have to do it, but this is what I do. And I love using my tripod. So much so that in the next episode, I think I'll tell you how I take photos on a tripod. Well, it makes sense, doesn't it? Might as well just um, complete this little series. And I've got an idea for something after that as well. So um, as I hurtle towards 100 episodes... And I made the point that my tripod makes me look good. I was, of course, joking, but it it is, seriously, it's not that long ago that to be considered a pro photographer, you had to have all the gear. Lots of lenses, big camera bodies slung around your neck and wherever, um, lots of gear, big bags, all that stuff. That's what you needed. If you turned up with a little camera, people thought, really, who are you? I'm not paying you to take photos. But the world has changed, thankfully. Technology has moved on. Cameras get smaller. Um... So yeah, those days are long gone. Right, I'm, uh, I've lost my place there, haven't I? So let's get back to my script. This is what happens when I try to ad-lib. So thankfully those days are behind us now. Back to the script. But I still see the odd example of photography snobbery out there. This is a slight digression, but for a reason. So why not check out my website for some photography snobbery related stuff at rickmacavoyphotography.com. Just put photography snobbery in the search thing and you'll see what I'm talking about. Well, after you've listened to this episode, of course. And we don't like this snobbery snuff... (laughs) No, we don't like this snobbery stuff, do we? (laughs) That was ridiculous. (laughs) Yes, I genuinely use a tripod for every photo that I take. Okay, so what tripod do I use? Well, I use a Manfrotto 190 Go, an X-Pro geared head. And no, I'm not being paid to tell you this. 
I wish. Now I bought these myself some years ago, so is this my perfect tripod? I don't think there is such a thing, but this is the tripod that I keep going back to. I've got two other tripods these days, but this Manfrotto is my favourite and has been for some years. And the geared head is particularly important for me with my architectural construction, real estate photography and landscape and travel because it helps me get precise composition, which as you gather by now, getting the composition absolutely bang on in camera is so important and so useful to me. Okay, a quick word on handheld photography here because it sounds like the way I'm talking you can't take photos handheld of course you can and if your preference is to take photos handheld then that is entirely up to you you do not have to use a tripod I use a tripod it works for me okay so related episodes well I haven't really covered tripods before so this episode was certainly long overdue But in the last two episodes, I talked about handheld photography. And if you missed them, they were how do you hold a camera properly? This is very important. And how to take photos handheld? Camera settings that work for sharp photos. So I tell you how to use a a camera (laughs) handheld to take photos. I'm not saying you can't do. Okay, next episode. Well, let's stick with tripods, eh? So in Photography Explained podcast episode 96. 96. How did that happen? Do you want to know how to take photos on a tripod? Well, I hope you do. And we'll um, we'll see what I come up with for that one. Shout out. Well, you probably gathered from the adverts on my podcast now. I've got a new course out. So this week, the shout out is to me and my new course. I don't want to do too much of a sell. You can just go to rickmacavoyphotography.com forward slash courses to find out all about it. I mean, if I can't promote myself here, where can I? It is my podcast after all. Okay, I'm done. Thank you very much for listening to my small yet perfectly formed podcast. To find out more about my podcast and do stuff to help me, check out photographyexplainedpodcast.com forward slash start. Brought to you by, well, this episode was brought to you by coffee. Lots of coffee. I've been Rick McAvoy. Thanks again very much to listening for listening. I've been Rick McAvoy. I'll try that one again. I've been Rick McAvoy. Thanks again very much for listening to me and for giving me, well, I've now stumbled to 12 and a quarter minutes, haven't I? For giving me 12 and a quarter minutes of your valuable time and I will see you on the next episode. Cheers from me, Rick. My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, straight talking advice for beginners to get you making money quickly and build a career, is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmacavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.